Welcome to Sounding Out to the Nations. This is uh, missionary evangelist Ronnie Casillas. I'm sharing a message today titled Blind Bartimaeus, Sitting on the Sidelines. When you find yourself just sitting on the sidelines, the songwriter well said it, nobody told me that the road would not be easy, is what he said. Sometimes you find yourself sitting on the side of the road as Bartimaeus found himself, depressed, disappointed, despondent, and defeated. As we encounter challenges that test our courage and challenge our strength, sometimes we'll find ourselves on the sideline. We often encounter obstacles filled with joy and some that are filled with heartache. In other words, Christianity is not always a bed of roses. How we respond to these obstacles determines how the rest of the journey will be. It reminds me of the woman who was bit by a dog with rabies. She went to the doctor and the doctor told her this is the worst case of rabies I've ever uh, diagnosed. In fact, uh, I believe you have just days to live and, and so I recommend that you write your uh, will if you don't have one and she says well I don't have one and he says well I just have a happen to have a blank copy here on my desk uh, why don't you sit here at the receptionist's desk and and um, fill out that paper and so uh, about 10 minutes later he came back in the office and he noticed that she was filling page after page after page with a listing of her belongings and who they were to uh, be given to and and um, so uh, he said, you know, I, you must own a whole lot of stuff uh, to be writing page after page. I mean, you must have 20 pages filled with items that you're giving away uh, as part of your last will. And uh, she said, last will, nothing. She said, I'm making a list of the people I need to bite before I die. <laughs> oh, wow. Mark 10:46 says, And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, and an in great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace but he cried the more a great deal thou son of david have mercy on me and jesus stood still in other words his his cry caught jesus attention and he commanded him to be called and they called the blind man saying unto him be good be of good comfort he calls thee and he casting away his garment rose and came to jesus and Jesus answered and said unto him, what, what will you have me to do unto thee? And the blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Bartimaeus decided to infuse his life with action. Didn't just sit for it or didn't just wait for it to happen. He made it happen. He was tired of sitting on the sidelines. You see, work hard for what you want because it won't come to you without a fight. Bartimaeus found that out. 
You have to be strong and courageous and know that you can do anything you put your mind to. If somebody puts you down or criticizes you, just keep on believing in yourself. Keep moving forward. Keep pressing towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Turn it into something positive. Here in our text, we find Jesus is on a journey out of Jericho, headed to Jerusalem. He's en route to complete the journey for which he came. That is, of course, the cross. As he leaves Jericho, he encounters a man living life, literally sitting on the side of the road. Sometimes on the journey of life, you find yourself sitting on the sidelines. Let me draw your attention to three things this morning. Uh, the first is there's a scene here. The scene. There's a congregation. The many people follow Jesus as he left Jericho. They were his disciples and a great number of people. I mean, they had come from every direction. Some were followers. Some were just uh, sign seekers waiting to see the next miracle. I like to call them church folks that are always around the church. Then there are those who are just there to see what is going on. You know the type. They are nosy. They're looking to see what they can get. They hang around the church. Their purpose is not the church, neither the things of the church. Some say they, they're there to gain a husband or a wife. Others are there to make business contacts. Perhaps they're in sales and they want prospects. Um, you know, and they think they can name it and claim it, blab it and grab it. Um, they are there to gossip and stir up a mess. You know the type. To see what some are there to just to see what the true Christians or disciples are going to do. To see if there's anybody that's going to stand up for Christ. To see if anybody there is the real thing. A true testimony for Christ. To see if there's anybody who will live life for Christ seven days a week and not just on Sundays. I don't know about you, but as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Uh, there's a congregation there at this scene. There's also a condition. Notice that he's called Blind Bartimaeus. He's called by his condition before his name. It's terrible to be known by your condition and not your name. God told Abraham in Genesis 12 too, And I will make your name great. Regardless of his condition that he was in, uh, you know, Abraham learned that labels do not dictate who you are, what you can be, what God can do through you. See, Timaeus was his father in his name. Timaeus' name means value and honor. There is privilege, a privilege of being the son of value and honor. Just like there is some privilege in being the son of Queen Elizabeth. You're, in, you're allowed to enter into the uh, courtyard. Uh, or the inner uh, palace. Uh, there's privileges to being the son of Queen Elizabeth. Likewise, there were privileges for Bartimaeus, um, the son of value and honor. Yet his disability had, had him sit on the sidelines. There was a condition upon his life. Uh, but there was also circumstances surrounding this scene here. Imagine with me that you're driving down the highway and a changing, uh, there's a, a, a change 
that takes place in your automobile. Suddenly there's a clanging sound. Stranded on the side of the road with cars passing you by uh, on the right side and on the r- left side. Picture, it's a picture of life passing you by. Nice cars, old cars, uh, beat up cars, super nice cars, expensive cars, Jaguars and Cadillacs and uh, Volkswagens, all types of buses and vans. And, and it's a picture of life passing you by. Friends pass you by. Brethren are growing at a faster rate. You know, sometimes we're in service and we hear um, the brothers or sisters getting the prophetic word and us being skipped by. Some of them always get a prophetic word. We start to complain. Some of them have huge, huge prayer needs met. All along, um, I'm sitting here on the side of the road and we uh, have a pity party. Oh me, oh my, frustration starts to set in. Time is passing you by. Discouragement and disappointment show up while on the sidelines. Hopelessness and despair soon follow while on the side of the road. The scene we arrive at is not very inspiring. I remember being in the Philippines during a revival service. And this lady was moping and moaning and... Uh, complaining to herself during the preaching of the Word of God. I was preaching on miracles, the miracle working power of Jesus Christ. And she was complaining about her condition. I realized later uh, when I made the altar, altar call, she stood to her feet and I realized that something was wrong with her body. She was using one side of her body to to make all the movement. Uh, in fact, she was paralyzed uh, from the head to her feet uh, on on the left side of her body and she would use her right arm she would with her hand she would grab her pant leg and she'd pull her left leg um, uh, forward and then she would move her right leg forward then do the same again with her arm she would pull her leg because she didn't have the strength in her left leg she was paralyzed on that side of her body And she had been complaining during the entire service. I laid my hands upon her. I prayed in the name of Jesus. I took authority over paralysis and, um, and, 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 and just every type of disease and, and sickness upon her body. I took authority over that thing and I commanded her body to be healed in Jesus name. She immediately began to jump up in the air. She started to shout out, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And she ran out that sanctuary. Uh, she ran out the door. She ran past the people shouting and thanking God. God is my healer. God is a miracle worker. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And she ran out that door. And uh, I guess she went home because that evening she came back to service and she was bubbling over. She was so happy. I didn't even recognize her. Her face looked different. The joy of the Lord had overwhelmed her as she realized that God had healed her body. And so... Uh, I draw your attention to the first thing, which is the scene. The scene. What was taking place there at Bartimaeus' uh, encounter with Jesus? Second is the scream. 
He considered. It says when he heard. When he heard that Jesus was coming. Listen, when Jesus shows up on the scene, there is a sound, folks. I wish I was in the upper room to hear the sound of a rushing mighty wind. I wish I was up in the upper room uh, when they all began to speak in tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance, as the Scripture says in Acts chapter 2. I wish, I wish I was at the Red Sea when, when Moses lifted up his staff and said, Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And the, the, the sea was parted. And, uh, uh, you know, the awe, the shock and awe in the people of Israel as they saw the the sea part uh an amazing thing i wish i would have been a part of that uh, i wish i was there uh the praise of his people causes a loud noise among the church listen the bible says clap your hands all ye people shout unto god with the voice of triumph for the lord our god is awesome and blind bartimaeus could not see but he heard a noise he considered he considered and he cried. He made a loud noise. Jesus, thou son of David. This phrase, the, thou son of David, to the Israelites meant he was calling Jesus the Messiah. He hadn't seen miracles happen yet. He heard that the withered had had, had been healed. A demon-possessed man had been delivered. He heard that Jesus raised Lazarus from the tomb. He had heard that Jesus had a miracle ministry. Jesus walked on water over the waves and against the wind. Jesus is the healer and by his stripes he still heals today. He was conceived of the Holy Spirit and born of a virgin. At 12 years of age he taught lawyers and teachers. Everyone was amazed with his wisdom, his knowledge and his understanding. In fact they hated him because of his of the miracles because his ministry was confirmed by those miracles. They crucified him, they buried him and they rolled the stone over his tomb but religion could not quiet him Rome could not defeat him and death could not hold him and he rose from the grave to give life he's the Messiah he's the rose of Sharon he's the lily of the valley he's the lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world he's the seed of the woman who dealt a crushing blow to the serpent he's the one who parted the Red Sea he's the miracle worker folks he's the trusted prophet the faithful high priest. He's the sweet psalmist of Israel. He's the captain of the host, the miracle worker. His name is Jesus. He's the rebuilder of life's broken down walls. He's the baptizer with the Holy Ghost and fire. He's coming with 10,000 times 10,000 of his saints in the twinkling of an eye. Every eye shall behold him, the Bible says. He's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He's the Christ of unsearchable riches. He's the one who sits upon a throne. He holds the keys of life and death. He's the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He's the Messiah. He's Jesus, thou Son of David, the Messiah. 
and they charged him, folks. They told Bartimaeus to hold his peace. It's amazing. You can be on the side of the road, lost and defeated, depressed and discouraged, and nobody stops to help you. But you start moving towards your miracle, and they have plenty to say. The naysayers rise up. The doubters and the negative people begin to rise up. You know, I heard somebody say to me one time while I was pastoring, if it had been me, Pastor, I would have left a long time ago. And I, my answer to them was, well, that's why it wasn't you. Because God knows you would have abandoned this congregation. You would have left them in tears and you would have, you would have destroyed this congregation. Um, so don't give me this negative stuff is what I told them. See, uh, there is a a a um, scream, a scream. You have to call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You have to call Him. He beckons you to draw near. You must draw near. You must bring your need, your petition before the Lord Jesus Christ. The third thing I want to draw your attention to today is the stillness. You see, Bartimaeus didn't see Jesus. Jesus saw Bartimaeus. The blind one did all that he could to be noticed by the miracle worker. Jesus heard and he responded. It was faith that moved the heart of God. When you find yourself sitting on the side of the road, you may not be able to see Jesus. It may seem like life is passing you by. It may be dark and bleak and smelly and dirty and dusty and uncomfortable and lonely and depressing. But God is looking for you. My friend, Second Chronicles 16:19 says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. He's watching me. You have to realize that. He's got his eyes on me. He's got his eyes on you. I might not be able to see him right now, but he's watching me. My situation may seem hopeless. People may have told me to quit, to be quiet, to hush up, to give up, to back down, to move away. Some have told me to throw in the towel, but I've got to cry all the more a great deal. I've got to press into the presence of God. I've got to shout unto God with a voice of triumph. I've got to seek the Lord while he may be found. I've got to press towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. I've got to finish the race strong. And Bartimaeus got up and he threw off his garment we can't sit here and die folks we can't sit here and dry up but we have to get up we've got to throw off the past throw off the junk throw off the stuff throw off the hard feelings throw off the ridicule throw off the garment of heaviness and begin to walk by faith Bartimaeus gave perfect praise we need to stop complaining and start lifting up the name of Jesus. For it was praising that brought about a change in Bartimaeus. What are you going to do when you find yourself sitting on the side of the road? I don't know about you, but I'm going to praise the Lord. One songwriter said, I got to praise, I got to praise, and I got to get it out. You see, you've got to get stand up, folks. You've got to begin to proclaim and declare and confess the Word of God, and especially who Jesus is in your life. He inhabits the praises of His people. 
He beautifies your praise. Lift up your voice unto Him. Shout unto God. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Uh, David said, Magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. He said, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. How majestic is thy name in all the earth. We've got to learn to make praise the fabric of our life from this point on. Let me pray with you today. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the listener today. I pray, O oh God, that you would just move the listener from from a, a condition or a vision of doom and gloom to a, a vision of the higher calling in Christ Jesus. We're called to be the head and not the tail, Lord. We're called to be blessed in the city and in the field. Release the blessings of God, the healing of God, the miracle working power of God upon the listener today. And to you be the honor and the glory forever in Jesus' name. Listen, I'm a missionary evangelist, Ronnie Casillas. Um, I'm with... um, uh, Refiners Fire Ministries and our vision and our the mandate upon our ministry is to sound out to the nations. Uh, our next trip, uh, we just finished the trip to Ecuador. Our next trip is to Mexico and then we're going into the Philippines. Uh, please be praying for our um, ministry and uh, any donations are welcome. Our website is www.rf m1.com that's r f m 1.com god bless you and thank you for tuning in